0: onto the black volcanic plains of hell. Barren. Stark. A realm of unending punishment and devoid of mercy, hope, or kindness. Dark clouds fill the skies and a stench of sulfur fills the air. It's then a pain takes hold of me. Pain unlike any I have known before. The pain I've caused others everyone I've ever betrayed, everyone I manipulated and used for my agendas, I feel the suffering I inflicted upon them. The pain grows worse. All my sins revisited. Faces of those who died by my actions, hundreds, thousands of them. The pain grows worse each moment. I collapse to my knees. I feel my head will soon burst. I can't think. I'm awash with... Guilt, shame for all I've done. Perhaps this is what I deserve, to be trapped in hell for all eternity. I am practically unaware as I reach into my coat and pull out a marble filled with an amber fluid. I quickly slam the marble upon the rocky grounds and it shatters. I collapse to the ground as the mournful wails fade. All that remains now is silence. Sweet, blessed silence. I can think clearly once more. After a few moments, I start to pick myself up from the ground. And that's when I see her. A woman is looking down at me. She has long, bright red hair and freckles. She's dressed in an old western duster, complete with a cowboy hat and six shooters strapped to her sides. I'd hoped never to see her again.
1: Well, well, isn't this a surprise? Hello, Lucas. Been a spell, hasn't it?
0: A moment later, she pulls out one of her guns and shoots me in the head. Oh, damn it, Nelly. What did you do that for?
1: Same reason I'm doing this.
0: Will you please stop doing that? Do you have any idea how painful it is?
1: Probably about this painful.
0: Alright, that's enough of that.
1: What the fuck did you just do?
0: Turned your bullets and powder into gummy bears. Why are you shooting me?
1: Why? You really don't know why? Isn't it obvious? I'm trying to kill you.
0: You won't be able to while I'm in Hell. As long as I'm a visitor, the forces of Hell cannot kill me.
1: It's clear they can still have an effect on you. You weren't doing too good when you first arrived. What was that thing you smashed?
0: A simple spell. Shroud of Tranquility. It keeps the effect of Hell's environment from haunting my thoughts while I'm here. Now, if you don't mind, I have an appointment to keep.
1: I know. Was sent to escort you to him.
0: Logan sent you to collect me. I thought he must know you hate me.
1: I don't know if he knows or not, but it gave me a chance to get back at you for what you did.
0: I did nothing to you.
1: (laughs) Bullshit. You're the reason I'm stuck down here. You were kind to me once, Lucas. You made me believe I could trust you. But all the while, you were just using me for your own purpose.
0: I told you to stay away, warned you what would happen if you got close to me.
1: I thought you cared about me. Loved me. I know I was in love with you. you have any idea what happened to our son?
0: No. No, I don't. I don't think I want to.
1: When Satan learned who his father was, he took him and he... Oh, he forced me to watch. Every moment every scream. They were going to do the same to me, but then Lucifer intervened and took me as one of his own.
0: I imagine that did not go well with Satan.
1: No, but as long as I'm under Lucifer's protection, he won't harm me. The same can't be said about you, though.
0: What does that mean?
1: He's over here! Time to pay for what you did.
0: The ground beneath me begins to ripple and quake. Something is burrowing up from deep below. A great tear rips open in the ground and a giant being with blood-red skin emerges. He has sharp talons for hands and a massive pair of bone horns protruding from his forehead. Satan, Dark Lord of Hell.
2: Hello, pale man. I can't tell you how long I've been waiting, (laughs) waiting for this moment, (laughs) welcome to hell!
0: I wake, only to find myself naked and nailed to a stone crucifix. Iron spikes have been driven through my wrists, shoulders, hips, feet and torso. I can't move. The crucifix is in the centre of a stone chamber on a small island surrounded by a river of burning magma. The stench of sulphur fills the air. After a time, a demon emerges from the molten fluid followed by others around me. Several grab my exposed limbs and start to pull and twist. With a wet popping sound, my arms and legs are torn from my body. (laughs) To say it's an unpleasant experience would be an understatement. I've gone through many painful events in my life, but never been dismembered before. I really don't recommend it. I watch in cold fascination as the demons feast on my limbs like they were fried chicken wings or something. Sadly, however, worse was coming. Satan began emerging from the burning river.
2: Hello, Byron. Having a
0: pleasant time? Oh my, yes. I'd applaud your efforts, but I seem to be caught short in the hands department for the moment.
2: Always with the damn jokes. Let's see if this makes you laugh.
0: Satan looks me up and down while running his talon fingers upon my abdomen before plunging them inside my guts. He rips my intestines from my body and tosses them to the floor. Reaching in again, uh, he pulls out my stomach and lungs. I can't breathe anymore, so screaming in agony is not an option. Satan continues to tear into me, ripping chunks of my flesh off and tosses them to his demons to feast upon He then plunges his thumbs into my eye sockets robbing me of my vision leaving me in the dark and in constant agony. Then suddenly my eyesight has returned. More than that my arms, legs, intestines are back. Just like after Nelly shot me my body has been made whole once more there isn't so much as a scratch upon me. However I'm still impaled to the stone cross and unable to move.
2: I've got to admit I'm enjoying this more than I thought I would. (laughs) To think after all these ages I finally get to make you suffer for a change. Satan? What is it? Can't you see I'm busy? Oh, it's you. What are you still doing here?
1: You haven't kept your side of our deal. I gave you Lucas. Now you give me back my boy.
2: Oh, yeah. That sniveling little thing you vomited out of your crotch. I did make you a promise, didn't I?
1: Yes, you did. And I expect you to uphold it.
2: Hey! Easy with the guns there, Missy. You want to be reunited with your kid and I'm only too happy to oblige.
0: In a flash, Satan grabs Nelly by the head. Before she could do anything, he crushed her skull between his hands. Then he threw her headless body into the river of magma. She was under Lucifer's protection, you know. He's probably not going to be too happy you did that.
2: Lucifer can go fuck himself. All he does is sit around in his castle and look down on us. I'm the one who runs shit around here. <laughs> now, where was I? Oh, yeah. Tell me, pale man. Have you ever been impaled on a spike before?
0: Satan unleashes horror upon horror on me for what feels like an eternity, only for my body to regenerate so he can continue. Just as I think my sanity can't take any more, the whole stone chamber around us explodes. Volcanic rock is flung off in all directions. As the dust settles, he comes sauntering in, dressed in a white Armani suit. Pure golden light radiates from his long blonde hair. Two massive angelic wings fold up behind him. Lucifer Morningstar, or as he's also known, Mr. Logan, has arrived. The demons scream in terror and scurry away like cockroaches looking for a dark recess to cower in. The only one who stands his ground is Satan himself. A look of pure hatred covers his face.
2: Here, you ain't allowed in here. This is my region. Mind, you hear me?
3: Oh, how many times are we going to have this chat, Satan? Yes, you're the Devil, or Asmodeus, Beelzebub, or whatever you're calling yourself today. But Hell is my realm. I rule over it all, and that includes you. Now, release the Pale Man.
2: He's mine, dammit. He has to pay for what he's done.
3: In time, maybe he will, but for now he is a guest in my realm. There are rules and protocols that have to be observed and you're in violation of them. Now release the pale man before I get angry.
0: Satan says nothing. He just glares at Mr. Logan for a time. then slowly he turns his gaze upon me. His eyes have begun to glow red.
2: You're mine, pale man. Your soul belongs
0: in hell with me. Oh, please stop with the melodrama, would you? With one last glare, Satan pulls me off the cross. And drops me to
2: the chamber floor. Could have removed the nails first. Consider this a preview of what's to come, pale man. You'll see me again soon enough. Not if
0: I see you first, sunshine. Satan walked back into the Lake of Fire and was gone. I turned to Mr. Logan. You are a complete and total bastard, you know that, Logan? Moi. Now what do you think I've done? You set this all up. You knew how much Nellie hated me for what I did to her and our son. You were counting on that. Counting on her making some deal with Satan. It's why you sent her to collect me. And you've known for a long time what Satan would do if he ever got his claws on me. You were behind this all the time.
3: Oh, my dear Byron. How you wound me. Do you really think I would do something so... so devious? So cruel as to put you in the hands of some sadistic monster for my own warped amusement? (laughs) But I guess we'll never know for certain, will we? Now then, I think it's time we had our chat. Mr. Logan snaps his fingers and instantly we are somewhere else.
0: It could pass for a Victorian study a Victorian study had been carved out of volcanic rock. Books lined several shelves, and paintings hang from the walls. There are chairs, tables, soft music playing in the air, as well as a wet bar. Lucifer's Man Cave. I find myself dressed normally once more, although... my coat feels a little bigger than normal. Mr. Logan walks over to the bar.
3: No, would you care for a drink, Byron? Mead, perhaps?
0: Got anything stronger? I've had a rough afternoon.
3: Hmm, let's see. Do you like scotch?
0: Yes, but no ice.
3: (laughs) Ice and hell. Very humorous, Byron. There you go. Please, have a seat. Now then, what did you want to talk about?
0: People have gone missing. A lot of them. I'm curious if you know anything about it.
3: <laughs> you came all this way to ask me a question you already know the answer to. <laughs> well, yes, Byron. I do know something about it. It started. But but how? There were no signs, no indications of it as I recall, no one knows the day or the hour, or something like that. My guess is someone must have found its door and opened it.
0: For a moment, the image of a large bronze metal door suspended in the air dances in the back of my thoughts. I'm standing before it with a blood-soaked knife in my hand. The door starts to open as the image fades from my thoughts. But why would someone do that? Why would someone free it?
3: No idea, no one even knows where it is right now or what form it's taken, but we do know it's free and out there someplace. It's why the gods and goddesses are calling home the faithful and sealing their borders. They don't want anything to do with what's coming, not after last time. So why is your realm still open? Why do you ask such ludicrous questions? Think about it, Byron. A lot of people are going to be dying soon. Most of those souls are lost and have no belief. Many of them will cast down here. They will obey my will and worship me. I will be their god. I've been waiting for this moment for a very long time. And now it's here.
0: Thanks for the scotch, Logan. I'll see myself out.
3: Before you go, I'd like to make a suggestion. And that is? Go home, Byron. War is coming, and there is nothing anyone can do to stop it. Certainly not you. Go back to your realm and close it off. Stay out of this for your own sake.
0: I say nothing to Mr. Logan as I pull the keyring from my coat. I select the one I need and leave hell behind. Upon my return to Earth, I discover a week has passed since I had left. Regrettably, I have bad news to impart to the mistress. She did not take it well. You've been gone for over a week, and all you come back with is my master's never coming back? You better explain yourself, Byron. I'm afraid I don't have the time, Mr. Quinn. I just want to get home and... From behind me, I heard the sword pulled from its scabbard. A moment later, I feel it pressing up against my neck. If you'd like to keep your head on your
4: shoulders... I suggest you make the time to answer the questions, pale man.
0: What is it with everyone wanting to dismember me lately? Fine, ask your damn questions.
4: What happened to my husband? Where is he?
0: It's. Well, it's really complicated. Then I suggest you uncomplicate it. Hey, easy with the pig sticker there, girl. Okay, the simplest explanation is this Khalid has gone home.
4: Gone home? But this is his home. You're in Portland with me.
0: Yes I know. You told me Khalid prayed to the Egyptian god Horus every evening.
4: Uh, yes, he worshipped Horus. So what?
0: Horus has taken him to his realm.
3: I don't understand.
0: Why would he do this? Do you know any of the legends about the end of the world? End
4: of the world? Well,
0: well I've seen lots of zombie movies. And I saw this film last week about a meteor that caused all sorts of weird shit to happen when it hit.
4: He's talking about Biblical stuff, Tobias. You are, aren't you, Byron? You're talking about stuff in the Book of Revelation?
0: That's just the Christian's version of it. There are many, many others, like the Elves fear the return of Morgoth, the father of all evil in the world. Many of the Dwarven race believe a time of doom will come in the winter of the Frost Giants. Hell, as even the Nordic folk who still believe in Ragnarok. The thing is, all these beliefs are related. They all stem from the same being.
3: You're talking about the Antichrist.
0: That's just one of its names. It's also called the Bringer of Chaos, the Ruiner, the Destroyer. My personal favorite's the guy who let the milk spoil, but I digress.
4: And it's because this thing is coming that... Horace took my husband away to keep him safe.
0: Yes, but not just Khalid. All who went missing were taken by the gods they worshipped. Taken to a place of safety while all hell breaks loose down here. But what about the rest of us? What happened to those left behind? I don't know. I'm sorry, I really don't. Earth has been cut off from all the other realms. We're on our own now.
4: But in Sunday school, they always taught us that evil would be defeated and a new age of peace would come.
0: That's yeah, just something they put into the Bible to keep the worshippers happy. No point in telling the flock, Hey, this time of evil is coming we'll probably lose and be damned for eternity, but we'd like you to join our church anyway on the offbeat charts we win truth is, no one knows how this conflict is going to turn out. I refuse to accept this. No, there has to be something you or someone can do. Look, I've told you everything I know. Right now, I just want to go home and take a bath and get this stink of sulfur off. So, can I go now?
4: Put your sword away, Aset. Yes, mistress. You may go, Byron.
0: Thank you. I'll be in touch.
4: In touch?
0: What for? I was informed if I aided you, you would owe me a favor. You wanted to know what happened to your husband, and I found out for you. You may not like what you learned, but it comes with a cost. (laughs) You still expect my mistress to owe you a favor after what you just dumped on us? After everything I went through in hell to get that information, you're damn right I do. As I told you, Mr. Quinn, I'm one who always collects his debts. We face uncertain times, and I may have need of her services. Until later, then. Do have a pleasant evening. I made my way to my tower, my thoughts kept spinning over everything I'd been through in the last few days. I've dealt with world-ending events before. Hell, I even caused a few of them. The fall of Rome comes to mind, but what's happening now, this is different. This is the time that all the gods and goddesses since the dawn of creation have lived in fear of. The final war between the shadows and the light. With all creation, the prize for whomever or whatever will Even though they have closed their realms, the gods will have to become involved in the war to come. Earth will become the ultimate field of battle. Horrors undreamt of will be unleashed. The laws of time and space will shatter as creation is torn apart and restored and torn apart again. Over and over it will go for eons to come. I ponder Mr. Logan's suggestion to me. Perhaps I should return to my realm and turn my back on the Earth all my cleverness and tricks. There are limits to what I can and cannot do now. It's then I notice a young woman that looks in her late teens fall out of the bushes near my tower. She's dressed in rags and looks in need of a hot bath.
4: I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, I knew I'd find you here.
0: Why are you lurking in my bushes?
4: I don't know. I just know I needed to find you.
0: Okay, calm down. you found me. Now, tell me, who are you?
2: I... uh, I can't remember. All I know is
4: you're the one who freed me.
0: I freed you? What do you mean, I freed
2: you? I was locked up. Locked up with it behind the bronze door. The door you opened. I think it's coming. It's coming here to destroy the world. You've been listening to The Byron Chronicles Crucible Part 2 Written by Eric L. Busby Featured in the cast were David Alt as Byron Brendan Jones as Tobias Quinn Heath Martin as Mr. Logan Kareem C. Cronfly as Lord Satan Ashley Nolan as Nelly Amanda Brandt as Mistress Forster Sharon Grunwald as Osset and Jessica McAvoy as The Visitor script editor was Simon Booker jones sound design Eric L. Busby music performed by Kevin McLeod and Royalty Free Music Byron theme by Kai Hartwig this is Kareem C. Cronkley and you've been listening to an Eric Busby production copyright ELB productions 2022